Welcome to the Osteo Connection, the number one podcast for osteopaths looking to expand their minds and improve their practice. I'm Kevin Longpray. I'm Jason Turnbull. And I'm Dr. Sean Landry. And if you're new here, welcome. This show is dedicated to bridging the gap between your formal education and real-world practice success. Join us every week where we share our combined 50 years of practice experience, talk tips, strategies, and interview rock stars in the business. Welcome back, everyone. Osteo Connection is in the house. We got Jason Turnbull and Dr. Sean Landry. I think we should drop the doctor. It's just offensive to all of us. (laughs) Especially you. Call me me Sean. (laughs) So it's great to be back. We have to make an announcement. Yes. We have gone out and seeked help. Professional help. Professional help. Uh, when we quickly realized that uh, we could not do this project alone. So our, our program that we want to launch and everything else that comes with what we do, the podcast and, and such. So we went out and got two more people. Well, actually, there's a longstanding help from uh, Miss Stephanie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Shout Thank out you. to Stephanie. Although not really happy with our team group name for the <laughs> team chat. But okay, whatever. well, go, before we go on, explain. Well, I had to... Leave a little early on Friday, unfortunately, because I had to do some child pickup. Mm-hmm. And I realized I didn't actually leave that early. It didn't help that one of the people we hired actually came in late. <laughs> so it actually cut back the time we had. But you it was know, 45 minutes early, but yes. go on. No, not quite. Anyway, uh, I then went home and realized there's a group text going around that was called Ammo, Team Ammo yeah. and Jay. <laughs> So uh, you're on like a month's probation. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to lie. That hurt a little bit, but uh, I'm back. I'm coming back. Yeah. Mm, yeah. They beat me down, but I keep coming back. Thick skin. There you go. Thick, pasty. (laughs) 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 So that on on another note, sorry, Jay, like you take it so hard sometimes. I'm really sorry, but we have to, (laughs) we have to mention Sean's comment, which was classic. This new person that we're going to talk about in a second asked, do you guys have a whiteboard (laughs) in your conference room? And Sean's answer was, Jay shaved his chest today (laughs) so we could use him, his pasty white skin. (laughs) Sorry, Jay. It was just too easy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. No, it's amazing. You guys are the best. Like, I really build me up. I feel like I'm just can tackle anything after. We know you can take it. Mm. So our new team member. Yes. Our new team member, so uh, Miss Lisa, who we've had on the podcast. She's been on the podcast. I forget what episode, but Lisa so, McKenzie. Oh, she's uh, part of our marketing series. Yes. Right? Yeah. Project development, marketing, branding, consulting, and uh, yeah, she's going to help. She has given a structure yes. to pass on our creativity, Yeah. which is helping t- a ton. Yes. yes. We've got to say, though, Yeah. she first comes on and she criticizes our podcast right away off the bat, right? Constructively. Yes. Constructively, we, we can take it, but we got to mention it on air just yeah. so everyone knows. So we're bringing more turkey. M- more turkey. More turkey, less stuffing. Stuffing or, or gravy? Sides. Gravy, sides. Sides. Of it's it. either stuffing or gravy, whatever. We're going to have more, more meat. turkey. More meat, less potatoes. So the first three minutes we've just done, we'll, or, we're going to do that less often. <laughs> yeah. Cause, cause or tofu. You if you're a vegetarian or yeah. vegan, tofu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Less, more protein source. Yes. There it less, is. less fluff. Less fluff. Yeah. Well, other than uh, this right nonsense, now. nonsense yeah, this. that yeah. we're doing. <laughs> and a little more direction. She wants us to have a, you know, we had a plan. We pl- oh, you guys used to criticize me, actually, for writing down a plan with some bullets to cover, yes. if you don't recall, which she has now oh. said that we absolutely need to have. So mm. 
maybe we could have saved ourselves a hire if we were listening. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> I guess we'll see. Yeah. But uh, it'll be good. I think we'll, we'll stay focused. We're going to kind of let it's you guys exciting. hear about the pro- more about the program, right? Yes. And you're going to get a, a really good idea of what we intend to offer you guys um, in the coming months and structure it. And we have also uh, considered that we start doing a live Q&A. Right? Yeah. That people will do, we'll haven't determined the, the schedule yet, but maybe a weekly or bi-weekly Probably live question on, and answer. Yeah, over on our Facebook page. Yeah, that people can come in and ask us any questions they want. Anybody, for we'd be happy to, to, to listen and to answer anything we can and help uh, people you know, get that practice booming. So stay tuned for and that. And more video. More video. There'll yes. be more video of us yeah. being idiots. Mm-hmm. So you can make fun of us a ton. We appreciate comments for sure. And or making fun of us. <laughs> I think you mentioned that, right? <laughs> I think you mentioned that, yeah. Did I? Give and take, yes, yes. Okay. All right, today. Let's get into what we're going to talk about today. The answer is within. Ooh. Yeah. Deep. So we're, Deep. we're what we want to talk about is basically someone starting out that has no idea where to start. Or a crossroads in practice. Or too. a crossroads in practice. This applies to anyone that's kind of lost in either... W- how they want to work, where they want to work, uh, everything you could think of about starting a new job or, and or being in something you don't like and you want to find more direction and finding something that's more in alignment with you. So, you know, the basis of, of this is to try and give you guys some information and some tricks on how to access really what you want and taking the time to make a better decision about that. So um, maybe what we could start with is Maybe from your experience of how you started, maybe we can tell a little bit about that process for you and then try to make some sense of it. Um, sure. Right? Well, I think the easiest way... So, want to go? Yeah. yeah. I think go one ahead. of the easiest ways to kind of get started, if I, if I look back to what, you know, my life, I maybe sh- shared that at one point, how I'm the youngest of three kids. Not uh, that far back, Jay. Fast <laughs> forward a cut, go. Yeah. Go. yeah. Oh, uh, right um, there. Start there. And my mom was, you know, sat me down and asked me, you know, you got to think about what you're going to do with your life. You can either do arts or you can do sciences. (laughs) And you're not doing arts. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, my brother was already a microbiologist. My sister was a dietitian. So my path was kind of, my path was uh, already blazed for me, if you will. But uh, all that to say, how I started getting interested, I, you know, really enjoyed learning about the human body, all this health stuff. And and did um, a co-op placement in physiotherapy in high school. And I look at this as one of many instances where I was involved in other clinics. And I look at that as very much a win-win. So way back before I even was an osteopath or an athletic therapist, I did that co-op placement. And I was thinking, okay, so I go into this placement for four months. And like I said, it's a win-win. If I really enjoy it, oh my gosh, this is something I want to pursue, I win. If I realize at that time, I thought I liked that, but really I can't see my life being like that, I still win because I saved myself all those years of school. I guess from that point on, how I learned about what I wanted to do in my practice is working elsewhere. You know, I did placements at school. I first graduated, worked in a, in a physio clinic, had a, had a tremendous experience. I, I mean, I'm not going to say anything negative. It was, it was really great. I met, uh, I worked with some excellent colleagues and who are close friends of mine. And I had the opportunity to get my hands on literally thousands of people in Legally. And f- <laughs> legally. Legally, yes. In like a five or six year time period, which is really valuable. So what do I do? So then when, when Kev, actually when you contacted me to talk about, you know, the the ability to do something together, yep. I took the time. I took the time, time. to think <laughs> about 
A, if I was going to do it, and obviously I didn't, that's why we're here. Um, but I really looked at my past experiences and I looked at what did I really like about what I had done in my professional career. And I took the time to sit there and think about what I wanted to do, what, yes. how I was going to become the best representation of myself. So that took probably months for me before I made that decision to really be here. And I really kind of mapped it in my mind you know, what I wanted. For instance, I was seeing four people an hour when I worked in Ontario and I worked in a physio clinic and immediately went down to seeing one person an hour. So I really just, I really just thought I, I, I relied on, you know, talking to other people. I, like know, what, what formula worked best for you? Mostly just the idea of visualizing it and, and sitting there and taking the time. Yeah. I, I, I would schedule in on a weekly basis. I'd schedule off like an hour or an hour and a half per week where I just cleared my agenda and I sat there and thought, I just daydreamed. I really just thought about, okay, what do I want this to look like? What do I, do I want to do? How am I going to build it? And I thought, okay, well, I'm going to start on a weekend because the weekends, I'm sure people want to come. I'll do some evenings and afternoons because I think that's the easiest to fill up. And I just kind of game planned it. But then I knew right away that I don't want to keep doing weekends because I knew I wanted to start a family. So I remember saying, okay, I'll do it for X amount of time. Mm -hmm. And yep. then as soon as that time came up, I dropped that day. And I just, honestly, I, I, I really spent time reflecting on it. I really just thought about it in my head. What do I see? How do I want to be perceived in my community? How do I want to, you know, promote health and well-being to others? Yep. And I just spent the time and I just tried to manifest it from them. Awesome. Sean, what do you, I know, yeah. like just a little background, obviously we've talked about it before, like when Jason and I <laughs> moved into our, our, the office before this one, which was in 2010, and there was just the two of us in 2,200 square feet. And then we got a call from... From me? From you, right? Yeah. Like quite a few times to come in and, and discuss, uh, you know, partnering up. Yeah. So maybe tell us a little bit about your journey with that. Yeah, I think it, uh, it, the when I listened to Jay Jay's experience, and and uh, it's funny, he mentions take time, right? So, and then even what you were saying before, Kev, but... Um, yeah, I, I was fortunate enough to, to, to gain some experience even when I was in school, uh, different practice types, different, uh, you know, different professionals. And like even within the chiropractic pro professions, the same as osteopathy, there's so many different ways of running your business and, and different ways of looking, you know, scheduling and marketing. And, and, um, and I got to see a lot. I got to, I did a few same things when I was in chiropractic school. I did a lot of, um, just, just mentorship programs with different chiropractors, whether it be I met them through hockey or whatnot, I'd go see their practice, I'd hang out with them. So even before I graduated, I had an idea uh, of what I wanted to do. And uh, and then I, again, I, I would sit and think and be like, well, where do I want, where do I want to be, right? So I, I was fortunate enough to, you know, I didn't have anything tying me down. So I went off and did some cool experiences and, and uh, went to, you know, went to the West Coast, uh, Vancouver for a few years. I worked in, you know, private rehab for a for a wealthy family i got to do some pretty cool things but ultimately it came i i would check in every once in a while and be like oh is this the path i want to be on right and and then yeah coming back to uh to when i when i, when I was back in montreal um yeah just i i loved um i just knew kev through hockey and jay and stuff so then i i thought we would be a, a perfect alignment uh I know I had to sell you guys on the idea, right? This this idea of um, you know, were we competitive or were we or were we complementary, right? Yep. Um, 
but but yeah it was t- it was honestly it was reflection it was time it was experience it was seeing what i liked seeing what i didn't like that worked in this one high volume clinic and right away it just i could tell you know my instead of this open exciting feeling to drive to work every day it was like this you know i'd kind of mm-hmm. close in and like gr- you know clench my jaws i was driving to the office and and then I, I i joke it was like this high volume clinic where you're seeing 10 to 12 patients in in an hour and you're just i have to bring like three shirts because i'd be that's how like you know if i if i was perfectly in, in alignment with who i was i probably could i probably wouldn't have been sweating the whole time but i yeah. was sweating and i was like this is ridiculous and, you know the secretaries would be yelling to me sean you're half hour you're an hour behind schedule wow. and i remember it was it was crazy and then Six months I was there, I was like, meh, this isn't for me. We're making lots of money. It was exciting. It was, you know, I got to see a marketing machine. So I got to see a really cool business aspect of it. But it just, you know, I could tell physiologically, like if I paid attention to my response, right? I was like, oh, this is not good. You know, I'm bringing three shirts to work. I'm having to change them. I'm sweating. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It was nuts. Um, Just there was zero rapport with patients. Right. Sometimes it'd be like a new. You know, a different doctor would do the evaluation. I'd be seeing them for the first time. They've never been adjusted chiropractically before. And I'm walking in, you know, looking at their report of findings on the screen, looking at their their listings at this point, right? Yeah. Looking at just their, you know, and I'd have to like be, all right, lay down, you know. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was, I like that. I got, I got to see it though, right? I yeah. got to see and, it. And you win because you're like, yeah. oh, that's what I don't want. Yeah. So it's exactly. still a positive experience. You can yeah. make a positivity out of that, right? Yeah, yeah, and then and then it led me in. You know, I started looking into different types of. You know, even within the chiropractic, I look. I did. You know, I did that osteopathy equivalency. I did the uh, the applied kinesiology. I started to just just figure out that, and I love people, right? I like yeah. spending time with people, and I like knowing about them and their families and their and how that you know how all of them makes up who they are and how they present in your office. So you. You bring up a good point too, like because it's not to say like we're not saying one is better than the other. No, but the key is finding out what's the best one for you. Yeah. So you both brought up amazing points, like doing a check in. Mm. Number one, there's no bad experience because you're going to gain insight on what it is you want, what you don't want, and that's almost even more important is figuring out. Okay, these are the things I do not want. I don't want to see four people an hour. That doesn't make sense to me. I feel rushed. How about ten to twelve? Right. <laughs> I was a lot behind too all the time. Yeah. It just used to stress me out. I look around the, in the room and go, one, two, three, three people just sitting there in the chair waiting for me I know. for manual therapy. I'm like, oof. I don't yeah. Like yeah, for sure. So we, you know, even now, like we, we've moved on to, we've always preached that spending more time. So for us, that was a big thing, right? Yeah. So when you do that check-in, I like that, that word you're using. It's often too not to, to get trapped in something we know physiologically we feel is not right for us. Mm-hmm. So those are signs when, we, when we're talking about going within, those are the signs we're looking for. Is wh- how are you responding physiologically to the scenario that you're in? And if, you're, if you don't feel right about it, there's a problem. You can't keep doing it just because you think, yeah, but this is how everyone does it. And these are the things we want people to realize. You don't have to conform to what the normal is. Create your own way of treating so that you're the most effective uh, in the scenario that you're creating. Version right? of yourself, yeah. Right? I agree. And I, would, and I would argue that if you're someone who's been in practice for a while and you're, you know, you're not really full and you're not really where you want to be, that's a sign that you need to to check in and really think what you want. Because yeah. truth be told, when your alignment is is in, is is true to who you are, 
things will come easy. Yeah. They come easy. It doesn't and feel like work. You're in that dr- state of flow. There, there should be little that. struggle. I love that because that's something that, that I, I've often said to patients. Like when things are hard, it's because you're in your mind. When they're easy, it's because you're in alignment. Yeah. So that's some. That's a key point, Jay, uh, to really think. Like when things are difficult and you're really trying to fit that square peg in the round hole, like it's not going to work. No. That's right. Why are you doing that? So take the time to check in, like Sean was mentioning, and reevaluate, well, okay, I know I don't want this, but I really do want this aspect of it, and start fine-tuning it to what you envision as a... And if you can, I mean, this is from within, but you can ask for help, and I didn't really, I had, I guess I'll talk to you as a mentor, Sean, or Kev, because I was coming to join you, but I did bounce ideas off. If that's another thing, you can self-reflect all you want, which is great, but you know, if you've got some close friends or family or close, team, uh, close yeah. uh, colleagues... You know, this is what I was thinking. What do you think of this? Like, what do you think of I, I was going to, I'm going to, like, I remember talking to my dad a lot. You know, I was, you know, dad, I'm thinking about going to Montreal and leaving, you know, leaving Ontario and, and going east and blah, blah, blah. And what do you think? And he's like, well, first of all, he goes, I don't think you'd even be bringing it up to me if you didn't think it's going to work. Mm-hmm. So, A, I think you should probably go. And he goes, B, you're super young. So he goes, even if it totally doesn't work, he goes, who cares? Mm-hmm. You've got no kids. You'd be like, you get, you, this is the time to, to take that chance, right? So I think that's another one you could, obviously you need to, to spend the time. You can't ask for help from other people if you don't know what you want. But bounce ideas off. Sounding Listen to them. Work. What do you think of doing this? Well, it, I, li- I like your point, but I, th- I think to clarify what, I'm, what we mean by True. going within. That's why I, start, I hesitated to even bring this up for a bit. No, no, but it's not we wrong. I, I know what you're trying to get at. Yeah. But going within is about a state of mind, right? So... The, the thing is, is like talking to your dad or getting mm-hmm. advice from someone else or a colleague or a, you want to do it from a state of mind where you're not basing what they're saying out of fear or yes. out of like concern okay. of Anxiety. impressing someone. Yeah. You want to do it from a state of like, okay, I'm ready to feel what is it I resonate with mm. and what don't I resonate with. True. It's almost so, like you're sharing your idea. You're not so that, asking for that. You're sharing, this is what I was thinking I was going to do. Great you know? point. Okay. Yeah. So, be, so I think that's, that's, so you said the state of being or whatever. Yeah. In, the state of the mind, but as long as the person that you're, that you, as long as you have a, a comfortable relationship, right? Like you say, and you can, you know, that you can listen and, and like you say, bounce ideas back so that you can then go and reflect on what the conversation yeah. was. Yes. Right? Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's super, super beneficial. Right. And, uh, and it doesn't have, sometimes a loved one is, you know, depending on the relationship is not the easiest person to, 100%. to be that potential, you know, like, kick you in the ass if you need or or you know like yeah there can be it depends on the relationship yes it depends on the relationship for sure so yeah because if it's someone like well you got to trust your gut on that too right so if it's if it's someone that you've had confrontation with in the past or it's a parent who you know maybe they're like "Mm, that's not the right other ideas Uh, of how they see wait a second you're moving further away from your family or whatever it may be right it's or yeah yeah. or they have these preconceived ideas of what they want you to be and not what you want to be right so you got to be careful who that potential mentor soundboard is but uh but even at that that can be an exercise right that could be an exercise of like oh you know well like listen like incongruency right like before so before you joined Mm -hmm. just to give an example right so i remember working like you in a private clinic like sean where you know i was treating a person every half hour which wasn't so bad but it still felt a little bit rushed and you know i got to the point where you know, I gained a lot of experience there and the people were great. It's just, it wasn't really the way I wanted to treat. And they really, you could tell like they were just, they wanted to basically uh, teach you how to work in half hours more effectively. 
which would be fine if that's really what you want to do, but it just didn't jive with me. So then, you know, discussing, all right, well, I'm just going to go out on my own. (laughs) I remember my, so speaking of getting advice. So I remember mentioning this to my mother and her saying, she goes, well, why the hell would you do that? (laughs) Right. I said, well, because I, I want to, she goes, well, that's crazy. Like you're, you're you're established there, (laughs) you know, you're, you have benefits. I go, yeah, but I just don't like the way they're working. She goes, well, she goes, I don't know how you're going to get patients. How are you going to get patients? I said, (laughs) I don't know. I go, but it'll just work. And she's like, it doesn't work like that. I go, yeah, it does. (laughs) So anyways, so two months later when I was full, (laughs) uh, she still laughs about it. And so you got to remember, you know, as much as, sometimes people that that love you that care for you mm-hmm. they're not necessarily giving you the best advice because they might be giving you advice from their point of view of or their they, fears and their, their fears. Fears. exactly right exactly. so they when you start hearing yeah man, how are you going to yeah. you know that's because they're just concerned for your well-being obviously yeah. which you can appreciate but you got to you got to weigh that with well what's the risk i'm going to take because i truly believe in it and when you do it always works yeah so that, it's when we go in with a fear or hesitation. So that's why we want to make decisions that aren't based on fear and or not trying something because, ah, that must be too difficult. When, if it's in alignment with you, it will just happen. It'll happen. And also, again, that that potential, that that slight fear and or anxiety is can also be used as like curiosity to actually, and fuel, and fuel yeah. to actually say, ooh, why is this maybe something right should i actually you know push through something that is potentially fearful to me because of what you know the possibility of growth on the other side right so that's another another you know you got to pay attention to these things like we said these physiological responses that are part of that well you remember we've mentioned before when we talked about pressfield's book uh yeah resistance right and uh, the war of art the war of art where he discussed that i'd have to get the quote back out i don't have it like offhand but it was something that talking about fear and saying that when when you have a, an option in front of you and it and it you you have fear to it it's mm. probably something you really should be should doing do because <laughs> because it there's something it's driving inside of you to to be kind yeah. of alert about it you know so it's an opportunity for growth right yeah yeah no yeah, absolutely so good point all right so so what are some tools there kev what do we what could we do okay so the biggest thing i th- what we've kind of summarized as yes. well in all of what you guys have been talking about is let's say the egoic mind versus the heart coming from the heart, right? So what we feel is right versus what we think is right is the, is the challenge. So what we often do with patients and, or we've done it is the heart focus technique is a good way to also get into alignment with the heart space so that you calm yourself down and you get more into like what people, the, when we meditate or, or do any self-reflection like that, that's the state of being you want to be in to have a truer connection to self and knowing what you want. So the hard focus technique is something super simple. Um, is I usually get patients to lie down and I'll put my hand either uh, on their rib cage, right on the heart, and I get them to think of something that truly makes them happy, either a person, a place, something that happened to them. Uh, and really feel what it felt like at that time when they went through that experience. And then you guide them through having that feeling expand in the rib cage, into the abdomen, down into the legs and feet, 
up into the neck and head and all the way into the arms. So it's like this feeling that expands throughout the body. So you give them a good visualization of this state. And most people, there's no one I've ever done it to that didn't take 30 seconds. <laughs> the cool way to show them this is like I had someone today, uh, is the impact it has on the state of being and on physiological things that are, are going on with them. So I had this woman that had a, a hip problem. And so we got uh, to testing a muscle in her hip and you could tell, you know, I needed to kind of coach her a bit on that. So she, I got her to do the technique. And then I, after doing the technique, 30 seconds later, go back and test the hip that was weak and it was strong. So she realized that just by changing her state of being, there was such a massive impact just on the, the physiological response in the body that she could see the benefit of being in that state of not only we talk about this with patients just to optimize healing, but we're also doing this in terms of optimizing our thought process and being in connection with things that we really want to do. This is the way, one way that you can do that. So either getting in that state, then what can you do? You can start, like Jason mentioned, visualizations of what is it that I truly would want. Start writing them down. Keep yourself a journal. Mm -hmm. So you get these ideas down. You start to see them come to life. You start to get more ideas. And then you just start this snowball effect of like, what does this picture look like to me in the grand scheme of things? So number one would be that, would be the, the getting in the right state. Then there's two, the application of what you guys were talking about. Just taking the time to check in visualize what do I like, what do I not like, see what resonates with you. And then that's when you would start to write things down and put more concrete answers together of what this looks like. Do you guys want to chime oh, in? You're, you're killing it. Like, I was sitting here going, when is the comment going to come from Sean? Like, I don't know. Like, I'm I think, I'm I think a lot. that's called a soliloquy. Is that what you call that? All right. It was well done, buddy. Well, How's think, that for meat? How's that for yeah, meat? It was really well done. Yeah. Yeah. How's, How's that, Lisa? How's that, Lisa? Hey, hey, maybe we're going to keep it down a little bit. She keeps texting us while we're... Yeah. It's pretty rude. Um, so uh, two yeah. things. A... I think it's really cool when you talk about the muscle testing for mm. mindset change. I think that's super powerful. So for anyone listening, if you can, when you have objective changes in someone by the way they can change their mind and how that influences their whole body, use that tool. There's, there's your, there's your wow factor. There's someone like to get into further modules. Like that's it. That's your connection. Well, even more interesting then good point is then let's say you're starting out with this, right? Which a lot of you might, this might be your first time trying this. No one's, either meditated before or done anything like this, right? So number one, uh, we could have, I think- So we, you're, you're going to go again? Okay. Just, yeah, well, I just sorry. quickly so that you can just, continue. Just, just nudge me when you're- <laughs> <laughs> No, it's because I think it's important. You brought up a good point about muscle testing. People could muscle test the choices that they're contemplating. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Now, field. if that would be like the classic example for those of you that haven't learned any- uh, applied kinesiology, like Sean was mentioning before, is that there's ways to test a muscle to see if it's strong, whether or not it's working properly. You use that muscle as an indicator muscle to give you an answer of whether or not something is in resonance with you and or not. So you could say like prime examples, like I'm testing Sean's arm. He says his name's Kevin. His arm goes weak because that's not true. Yeah. So it could be the same thing with 
you know, I'm not sure. Do I want to work in a big practice? Do I want to work by myself? True. You could muscle test it yeah. to confirm it if you're confused about it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We do yeah. this with our kids for a lie detector test, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Jake, go on. That's it. I mean, my only other point, Kev, because you went on so extensively, was the... Um, <laughs> you're welcome. I, was, I just think to go back to that time, to, to take the time to reflect... I want to make this kind of very clear that this is like an exercise. Think of this as like going to the gym. You're not taking time out of your schedule one week or one day to do that. This can be something you can do over a period of weeks, if not months, yeah. where you should schedule it in your in your weekly calendar where you set aside that time. Because when you start to think about the idea is that you're thinking about okay, what do I want to do, what kind of practice, you know, how many people per per hour, what location do I want to be in, who am I going to see? You do that and you start to put the, the main things down. But then as you continue that and you then get into more of like like to meditate to that, you then you've got I think this is really I've nailed it. It's one person an hour. I want to work here. This is who I want to see. Then you get into more of like, put yourself there. And Sean, you said this before we came on air, I think a bit, where you just, now you walk through that whole process. Be in your office. Visualize yourself sitting in your office. Mm-hmm. People coming in. Get to know how that experience feels. And when you can make that, you know, come out in 4K and you can totally see that whole process coming, yeah. it just will streamline your process so much faster. So that's a great segue to what we're going to talk about in our next podcast. Yeah. So the next podcast is going to go into some of the resistances that we have uh, facing these decisions Mm -hmm. uh, and also the game plan to put it into action. Mm. Beautiful. So, you know, for those of you that uh, have never tried this before, please uh, take a stab at the hard focus technique just so that you can get in the right state, calm yourself down, really think about those things like Jason and Sean mentioned uh, about you know, what it is you want, what you don't want. Uh, and then we will help you guys uh, next time when we start talking about... Do you have a reference for that, Heart Focus, like that they can look it up? I can't remember. Heart... F- uh, you know what we'll do? I I think we're going to do a video. And, okay, and we could attach it in the show notes. Yeah, and we'll put it on our, some of our socials. So that would be easy. I, uh, I'll, yeah. I'll yeah. get Jay to do it. I'm amazing at this stuff. <laughs> yeah, Jay's just... 2022, baby. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think Sean wanted to pop in there before you go ahead, Sean. Yeah, well, I just uh, another way of looking at this. I kind of just think so. We talked about you just said the head, the heart, the right alignment. But the other way you can look at it is just across the horizontal axis too, the right and left brain, right? So like right brain is emotional, left brain is logic, and you know, decisions made in either of those spheres are not necessarily the best ones, right? It's it sounds. It's funny, this is going to come back to this kind of this cheesy word of balance, but you need both right and left to actually make a good decision. And, um, and like I said, I think it's like when we talk about being in your heart or centered, right, it's, it's really being in that space, I guess, the corpus callosum, right? Is that what connects the two, the two hemispheres, right? So it's being centered, um, balanced so that you can then feel a decision, right? You can actually feel the decision yeah. and, and simple things I, I use sometimes is just, if you're aware, it's like that physiological response when, when it's, does it kind of open and invite? And we, even when we talked about that fear and anxiety, is it an opening fear excitement or is it a really like a closing in mm. fear and, and potentially ang- anxiety, right? And that is a differentiator for me. Like, uh, when, when the right and brain, right, left and right brain and left brain are, are communicating well together, you can actually, you know, decipher those physiological responses. So it's just mm-hmm. a different way of like, you know, instead of the up down kind of 
way of looking at it. But uh, but yeah, you still need these these ways of, of of you know these exercises to get there, and then to you know as 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 Kev said, the answer is within, right? So if it if you're if you're doing this and you're doing this like Jay said, just like working out, you're spent. You know, it takes you got to work out. It's, it's the, you got to yeah. make a change. You have to consistently do it. So the more you consistently do this stuff, the better you will be at actually uh, understanding what what is you know your true authentic kind of purpose, and then then how does that how does that relay into practice, right? Yeah, well, that's perfect. The awareness part is is absolutely yeah. essential, right? Yeah. Cool. All right, guys. So, um, so keep up for live Q and A's, right? We're going to be exactly. doing the live Q and A's uh, over on our Facebook group and that's uh, advanced mentorship for osteopaths, right? On Facebook. We will throw a video of the hard focus technique, hard focus technique. on uh, the show notes. Yeah. We, uh, you can find us, uh, osteo connection and osteo mentorship on Instagram, uh, ammo on uh, Facebook, yeah. uh, which we will be doing hopefully some more, um, even, uh, live video of the podcast. Uh, hopefully, we will. So you can make fun of us. We will. A little bit more live. <laughs> and then uh, osteomentorship.com. That's the uh, that's the website. You can enter your email address, stay up to date with uh, everything that's happening. And there is a free video series there, free training, but we're going to revamp that as well. Uh, 2022 is a big year. So awesome. Peace. We'll see you next week. Take, Take care, care everybody. Ciao. Thanks for checking out this episode. We hope you learned something, or not. And if you haven't already, subscribe here to the Osteo Connection wherever you're listening. And hey, it would mean the world to us if you would rate and review this show on Apple Podcasts. And if you're still listening at this point, thanks, Mom. And if you're offended how much we've made fun of Jason, tune in next week and be sure to share with a friend.